to go into, let's call it the internal cauldron of my emotions. Welcome to the Internal Cauldron of Emotions, a Nick Cage tribute podcast. I am Erin. And I'm Tammy. We're two besties who love to drink and watch Nick's movies, so we combine our superpowers. Each episode, we pair a themed cocktail with the movie that we are reviewing. So join us as we journey into the internal cauldron of today's movie. Our movie this week is Kill Chain. Uh, obviously featuring Nicolas Cage, amongst many oh others. Oh he's in it. He's in this? Wow. <laughs> How dare. Um, so it, this movie's shot in Colombia, and whenever it's shot in a, a specific place or outside of the country, I like to look up and see if there's any, like, national drinks that we can maybe, like, make our own. Um, so when I looked this up, I saw what this thing's called. I have a Colombian coworker. And she called, She said that this is not for people who did not grow up drinking it. Mm. She's told me many horror stories. Oh, no. Um, I call it Agua del Diablo. Oh, no. <laughs> to give you an idea, based on the horror story she's told us. And um, it's actually called Agua di Diente. I hope I said that correctly. But it's, it's basically an extremely high-proof uh, liquor with notes of anise, which mm. is, like, licorice. Yeah. Um, so... It's not your favorite. It, it's basically a high-proof licorice drink that will destroy your life. <laughs> she, she, so she says she's got, um, she's got American relatives that she's watched drink this at a party, and they just, like, just, they just, just die. Just die. Fall over each other. Anyway, so... Uh, while doing all this research, I was making sure we had something for tequila or bourbon or beer because those three are mentioned in the movie in succession. Um, so I found something on El Himidor's website called, uh, and if you guys don't know El Himidor, they have delicious tequila. Um, it's called the Bloody Maria, but we wanted to name it something different as we did change the recipe. It is called the Bloody Renata for our one of our main characters. A lady in red. Um, so as you guys know by now, we, we up our ingredients because we are insane. Um, <laughs> so the original recipe calls for 1.5 ounce El Jimador silver tequila. We used what we had on hand. Um, which was three. We doubled that. We, sure. yeah. And it was Margaritaville cause yeah. that's what we had. Um, and it's four ounces tomato juice or bloody Mary mix, celery stick, green olive and lime wedge. Um, and so we, whenever I put the tomato juice in, I was like, this is terrible. We cannot serve this. Mm -hmm. um, so thankfully, Tammy had a wide collection of hot sauces I could choose from. And, uh, but you did all the magic. You put all these things together to make it taste better. And you know what's what's stupid is I always still have like fifty percent of my taste, and I was I was like, yeah, this is good, this is good. And I was like, fuck, I I can only taste fifty percent. <laughs> and I was like, Tammy, please taste the mix. Oh so, no, I have to drink so, more booze. Yeah, so we had only tasted the mix prior to now. We're gonna taste it, but um, yeah. So Tammy rimmed the glasses with tahini, which is delicious, and we stuffed a piece of bacon in it as well because yeah. bacon. Bacon. And because of our bacon, uh, the dogs joined us, and they were like, oh. "You said the word. You said the B word." Yeah, we even have our producer Roland, who doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> oh, no. anything that's happening. Lily's security, or no? Roland's, yeah, Roland's, Roland's security. Yeah, that's right. Roland's security, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm checking the perimeter." Which by is the sleeping room. in like the bedroom, <laughs> but he was like, "I smell bacon." Yeah, so we made our own, basically our own Bloody Mary mix out of whatever we had on hand. And did our thing. So just like Nick does. Just like Nick. Just do so our thing. Go. Cheers to Nick. Oh, that's a good one. Oh my god, that was to Nick. So metally. Ugh. <sighs> it tastes like a meal. I'm going in for the bacon. Oh my god. It's mm, I'm uh, you put so much more so we made each other I made Tammy's and she made mine and I'm ninety eight percent sure I have more tequila in mine than you don't know that for sure. Okay. ASMR. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a salary. I it, just it, did a Do you know what? You remember, we did this Bloody Mary Fest a, a couple years ago, mm -hmm. and out, we tasted a lot of different um, Bloody Marys, and there was one that was particularly delicious, and this reminds me of I was going to say, after tasting all of those, it was the brunch fest. Yeah, that's and it was. And it was mimosas and Bloody, Bloody Marys. Marys, and we're like, well, we like 50% of those things for sure. 
But it we was did a really try, spicy one that we There was liked. a really spicy one where I'm like, wow, this is really good. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times you have Bloody Marys and they're just watery tomato yeah. juice. This, this is delightful. This is really this good. Reminds me of that one. I'm really happy. I'm very I, proud of you. I did great. You did so good. Cheers again. Yay. Yes. So, Tammy, tell me, how have you been? Well, we have had the pleasure of hanging out with a shared experience. Once again, because for some reason we can't get enough of each other. we're best friends forever. So, we got to take a little trip up to Atlanta. Trash town. Sorry. If you're in Atlanta, I apologize, but your potholes are so oh, much worse you were than very, You were very angry about their potholes. Yes. Um, to see a concert of a phenomenal band called High Lung. I love them. Which you introduced me to a couple of years ago, and Jeff, and we both enjoy them. And then you were like, they're coming, like, in concert. I was like, yes. Yeah. You are like, it's in Atlanta. I was like, oh, no. I didn't even have, so when I bought the tickets, I didn't even have a guaranteed person to come with yep. me. Like, Ringo was like, I don't know if I really want to go see them. And I was like, well, Tammy, you're it. I don't even yep. care if you want to say like, no. Well, you can, you I mean, cannot. I do want to see them. I wish they were closer, and I'm not letting you go by yourself. But I was like, I'll go by myself. The journey was tough. <laughs> the hotel was questionable. <gasps> but oh, the show was absolutely amazing. The so. show itself was 100% worth it. And yeah. And so, I knew it would be. So, and being Florida people, whatever happens, wherever we go, we somehow link up with other Florida people. That is true. And the two ladies who were sitting to our left, one was from Orlando and the other one was from Jacksonville originally and then moved to Orlando. And we were like, yeah. are you kidding? Yep. And then when we were walking back to our t hotel, which is because it's that close... We were like, she's like, I took it, you know, it took me six hours to get here. And I'm like, wait, it took us six hours. About Where are you at? I'm, we're Jacksonville. She goes, Lake City. And I was like, how does this keep happening? Yeah. So so we <laughs> definitely got to unite with some fellow Floridians and enjoy also great love. show. Yeah. Um, so that was great. We also um, enjoyed a shared book. You're finally <gasps> on board with yes. our public library is amazing. Yeah. And they use a system called Hoopla, which allows you to download like movies and mm -hmm. CDs and albums mm -hmm. and music and TV shows stuff. So ebooks, audiobooks. We, we started we tried a couple of books and we're like, this is stupid. One was okay. No, but we okay. found one that we really enjoyed. I'm still reading. I'm still listening. I know. I am too, but I'm I'm sorry that you you're definitely gonna win that race. Well, I mean I drive I basically am in my car for an hour a day. I, know. I get to work from home. And then this this week and next week will also be terrible. It's just been really hard. I haven't even been playing audiobooks. I've been playing like some calming ass like like, a, like this is the creek landscape music. Yeah creek was with some birds and even they were distracting me trying to read like the fuck do you want Sometimes me to do? Sometimes birds in in the, like, I tried everything. I tried waves one day. It was too much. Like everything sounds? was too much because mm -hmm. work has been really terrible. Do you but try brown noise? I haven't tried brown noise. I've been doing the blue and the green noise. Try brown. It really <laughs> every time. I, I know it of, sounds like you're gonna poop yourself no, or something. I, know. I think in the brown note. I'm like I'm not doing it. It's got to be a trick. I saw that South Park episode. I put on brown noise once and it was like my brain just like, what do I do? Well, my brain definitely needs some help. So we had a lot of shared things, but I will tell you a funny story. And you will especially appreciate it because you don't know because it just happened this morning. I've been trying to walk more mm -hmm. with the puppers. Mm -hmm. And so we were out on our walk and um, Jeff was with me too. And we're just doing our thing. And there's squirrels everywhere today <laughs> they're like particular. we it's september 1st right. we gotta like, hide it's fall y'all we gotta hide our acorns <laughs> so we were walking down a part of the street and i was like god damn i see six of them in like less than a quarter of a mile they're everywhere the dogs are losing their nuts and like it's just it's just and they're in every direction and so we finally get to a point where i'm like okay i think we're done and i'm like god damn it there's one ahead of us and he was probably like 20 feet in front of us and he was in somebody's yard and then he's carrying something which kind of looked like a hamburger bun, you know, like, like part of a hamburger bun. <laughs> he's, and he's like trying to carry garbage. it and run across. And you can see, like, I, it's one of those things where, dang, I wish I could have recorded that. Mm -hmm. But you're in the moment. You don't know what's going to happen. So I'll try to explain what happened. So this squirrel has this giant piece of what looks like a hamburger bun. And it's, he, it's too big to keep <laughs> in his mouth. So he has to keep stopping and, like, shove it back into his mouth, which means he can't continue running. <laughs> But he also knows that we're slowly, I was trying to, we were trying to like be calm and be slow, but the dogs are like, bah, 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 like the whole time. Yeah. And so he finally makes it across the yard, still's got his little hamburger bun. 
He finally makes it across the sidewalk and he's about to jump onto the tree where he will be safe. But <laughs> something happened and he dropped his food. Oh no. And his food landed like in the middle of the sidewalk and he was still running. And at this point, we're about five feet away. Again, we're trying to walk slow. We're trying to keep the dogs calm, but that doesn't really work. If you have dogs, you know what I'm talking about. But he was like, the squirrel literally dropped his food, but kept running for a second, realized he dropped his food. <laughs> Guys, he turned all the way around, not just like a look back. The squirrel turned all the way around and you definitely know he was like, no. Was it like, did you, could you see the wheels there was turning? A, there was a, there was about a two second pause where he, I swear, I feel like his little hand reached out and he was like, can I make it before these fucking dogs get to me? It's <laughs> like, I can't. So he ran up the tree. I was like, I'm so sorry, squirrel. We will pass and you can get your food. But here's the thing. It was not a hamburger bun. What was it? It was a giant mushroom. <gasps> I did not know squirrels even ate mushrooms. He was going to like pound well, town on this mushroom. I, well, they're, I, I don't. I mean, it makes sense in some They're herbivores, aren't I thought they just ate whatever's there. Acorns. But they also eat nuts. So that was I saw my... one at work carrying a pine cone up a tree. So, like, I don't know what the fuck they do. Well, there's there's pine nuts. That's a thing, mm -hmm. I think. Oh, man. Anyway, it was a very cute experience. And that was about the best thing, aside uh -huh. from hanging out. It's just been a heckin' week with work. And that was a very cute moment. How have you been? Well. Well, Hi. <laughs> Sorry. I went My, real fast on that transition. Yeah. No. <laughs> she she pointed and snapped. It was scary. No, so okay, so to start off with, my face is red as the as the burning sun at the moment yeah, because somebody's that. husband was oh like God, was it me? <laughs> so Jeff was like, Oh, you guys got tequila? Don't touch my tequila. My tequila is the fancy, expensive tequila. And then he was like, Let's do a shot. And I was just like, I don't We're know. Like, okay. Okay. And then he yeah. starts pouring. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, guys, I've, I've cut up all these limes and I've got salt. So let's do it. He's like, no, 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 you don't do that with this. You don't do that with this. It's good to tequila. To be fair, it was a sipping tequila. We did not. Not a shooting tequila. Sip it at all. But, um, yeah, that's true. It, it was, it was, it wasn't mezcal, but it had a smoky and hint. Anyway, so immediately after that, we had to start shooting the video for the drink and taking pictures and for the drink was so and set up for that. the podcast. And we were just... I couldn't do math. Tammy was like, I, like, I couldn't do math. I tripped. I was standing you and were somehow I didn't even take a step, but I tripped and like kind of like rolled my ankle in my she sandal. Was, her hand was on the table and she was leaning <laughs> like on it. And then all of a sudden she started to fall over. Right over One there. shot of that really fancy expensive tequila that i don't remember the and name now of. we're like and that was after splitting a bottle of champagne because yes. it's thursday oh my god the champagne almost killed my face oh yeah that happened too it has been a dangerous <laughs> day for booze so i it was like tammy's had a rough day i know champagne bubbles make you happy this is this they is the rules happy. this is the rules so i got my our usual bottle of uh was it andre or cooks it was cooks our usual super fancy super fancy spare next spare no expense <laughs> next to cheapest uh champagne um so i got that and i so i had three bags so ringo my husband made tammy i'm so excited me and well specifically made it for them but i'm also here uh <laughs> burgers uh and uh, like Swiss and mushroom burgers, and he's, he's and like Caesar salad that he made with croutons from scratch and mm. sauce from scratch. It's like a whole thing. So be be excited. Um, I am. So I had to juggle that bag of stuff, as well as the podcast stuff bag, as well as the groceries, and then also it's been raining here every day. Every day, guys. <laughs> my yard I sounds. I liked my yard sounds like past week. Uh, like there is quicksand in my yard. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like I'm going to drown in my yard. It's gonna be like, like prey. Predator. I'm gonna like, be in prey. Like I need an axe. Oh I need God. an axe with oh a leash. God. You need to be prepared. Um. So like I'm juggling all this stuff in and with the umbrella and I get up front. Oh, almost bless you. Um. So I get up there and I set everything down and I set you know I set everything down and it has time to like settle. <laughs> and then I go and open the champagne. And I get the wrapper off, and I go and get the muslet off, and then within seconds of taking the muslet off, there's a boom, boom, and this thing is—I'm not kidding—probably a couple of inches from my face. Like I was scared the force because I of felt which, 
yeah. a little concussion, and I was just like at the counter. It's like when you shoot a really big gun and you're like, boom. Like, right. And I felt, feel. and I was like, oh my god. And then I was like, we just. I was like, where's Erin? Is her face still there? Like, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. I just, and then I like cackled like a lunatic because I was like, what just happened? I almost died. Near life experience. <laughs> uh, so that's what happened death. just today. Yeah, that's just one freaking day. But I have something else to say, and I don't remember now. But it's like the tequila. It's the fucking tequila. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff. Oh, oh, hoopla. There it is. Hoopla. Okay, I told so you it was amazing. Listen. No, to listen to me. no, but here's here's the reason why I didn't believe you. Oh my god. No, no, no. It's a good reason. It's not because of you. I swear to God. Okay, so I better. downloaded the Libby app before. You can put it on your Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't know what the fuck it is with the Libby app. It's like every book I tried to get, they were like, oh, well, somebody else is borrowing it. So you have to wait. Like it's a six week waiting period to get it. Yeah, You're on the waiting like list. Book. Yeah. And it's I was dumb. like, it's an electronic copy. Mm-hmm. Why can't I read this right now? This is confusing and terrible. So I tried and I tried and tried to find some book I wanted to read and nothing. So I just uninstalled it and moved on with my life mm-hmm. until Tammy. And That's now nice. I've added a million Thanks to my favorite. Your reading list just got so much bigger. Well, here's the deal. There's a lot of books on there that are on my TBR that I actually own physical copies of that I was planning on reading. But now I can just fucking listen to them. Yeah. It's great. It's amazing. They've got Colleen Hoover. They've got, uh, uh, oh my God, Sarah J. Mass. Um, they have the graphics. So people who like Akatar, um, The Court of Thorns and Roses, they have the graphic audio books all, and all of the whole series on there. Um. There's so much stuff on there. I added classics, mm-hmm. stuff I really wanted to read. I got a bunch of Agatha Christie on there on, mm-hmm. ready to go now. And the book we listened to on the way up and down from Atlanta was and The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, mm-hmm. which it's has been really on my fun. fucking list for a long time. And I continue listening. It's really great. Um, oh, Sandman. We watched Sandman. House mm-hmm. of Dragons is oh, out. Sandman. I'm trying to think about so everything good, that's happening. Um, yeah, I've just... In, like just reading, watching, traveling, drinking. Well, you know, the <laughs> end. listen, your comments <laughs> about you, you finish books. Like I finished, what did you say? Probably I like shows. Like, and I was like, I, I finished shows. Or like desserts. I finished, <laughs> like I finished books as well. I, I put on Sandman again and like, I finished it again. Yeah. Cause like, there it is. And I'm, I also yeah. finished another book. Yeah. Oh, because really... I had fucking jury duty. Oh, yeah. And I didn't get picked. And, like, look, usually I wouldn't want to get picked, but it was a murder case. And I am, my little murderino heart was deflated as fuck after they were like, you didn't get picked, you dumb bitch. We saw you, we saw your eyes light up when you said, when we <laughs> said like too much crime scene emotion. photos. <laughs> I was like, huh? Um, but yeah, so I didn't get picked and it was really sad and I spent 10 fucking hours at the courthouse. Yeah, but you get paid like $75, bro. No, my I get paid like I mean, I know, but aren't you there supposed work. But for work for taking the day off, but don't you also get like paid? Oh no, there's like a checkbox now. It's like if you if you don't get paid at all for it, you check the box <gasps> and they'll you give you get money. Double. No. Oh, so and then if you stupid. if your work pays you, if your work pays you, they don't give you shit. If you are getting partially compensated. I think they give you something, but it's like, but man, I was really whatever. Are they but, really gonna check that checkbox? I would have said no. I don't know, dude. But I'm not like I'm Good not gonna for fucking you for lie. Being honest. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. This is a court. I, <laughs> I had to raise my hand and praise Jesus like, or whatever. I like how you're coming at me, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. It's the tequila, y'all. Mm, makes me honest. You know the story. No, we don't give a shit about the story. We hear lots of stories. See, he's not going to appreciate it, but you might. And now it's time for the synopsis of Kittle Chain uh, by Tammy. <laughs> by Tammy. Uh, so it's 2019 uh, action movie, and the only place we could find it available was Amazon Prime. It's, it's free to watch with your Prime membership. It wasn't even available on Tubi that I saw, which is weird because everything's available on Tubi. So, Tammy, take take her away. Take her away, Ern. So, (laughs) oh, here we go, Ern. (laughs) It opens with an aerial shot of a city following cars driving around. I didn't even open my book. There's some tense electronic music, Mm -hmm. a sure sign of an action film. 
We see two, like, very suspicious guys driving around in their car. They get out. They, like, park, get out. They kind of nod to each other. We've just heard this kind of, like, impending techno music, like, building. But then it gets, like, more serious. Dun, 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 dun. And so they park. They nod to each other as if they can read their own minds to each other. <laughs> And they're kind of nodding that they need to go upstairs. Clearly, they're looking for someone. And out walks a half-dressed gal covered in blood, <gasps> holding a pistol. I mean, this is called Chillcade. Chillcade? Chillcade. <laughs> That's the tequila, y'all. Chillcade! Woo! <laughs> That's where they just drank the whole night at the bar and nothing actually happened. <laughs> So when they do that, that that scene transition, we see her like overlooking, and there's just blood everywhere. She's only half dressed. Who who's complaining She's in a about tight that? Little red skirt. Who's complaining about that? But there's blood everywhere, including it's like all over her mouth. And for a second, I was like, "Ew, this isn't a vampire movie, is it?" It looks like she's been feeding on someone, but no. Just so you know, <laughs> just in case, no. But then we see our main man, Nick. Who's checking his revolver? And I do have to say that someone who uses a revolver, like, that is a sign of not only being, like, an old-school gunsmith and, you know, like, this old-school, like, I I know how to handle guns kind of situation, but it's also someone who is confident about taking a shot because with a revolver, you only get, like, five to maybe eight, depending on the revolver, shots. And she has a pistol. It could be a single stack, which is going to give you, like, six to eight. It could be mm-hmm. a double stack. Mm-hmm. You could have, like, a ton of guns. But when you see somebody with a revolver, you know they mean business and that it is very serious. Oh, yeah. Just like no, our I've, main man, Nick. I shot a revolver once, and it was it was, uh, it was massive. It was a well, massive. And I feel I had to use both hands. And when I shot it, I did take like a step and a half back. Because it was like, ka I, I would say. It's like a hand cannon. Definitely. It, it depends on, on the model of, of gun that you have. But it's a good idea to have, to have, yeah. have two hands on all guns. That's just a good. No, no, no. I mean, like, I, I was holding it this way. No, I know. Let, Sorry, but, y'all but can't just, see. Just for our listeners. Yes. The, the sideways. No, situation like the no like the holding the gun sideways that oh you see no movies? please don't ever do that no 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 always i mean i don't know two hands but... i meant the way i meant was like i was gripping the the handle or the, yeah like i like it was like a, like this bitch was trying to run away from me oh not like how i hold a glock it's how i hold a revolver it's very different but yeah well the it's, it's barrel different. on this thing was that was like Right. Well, and and I mean, there. Yeah, like the caliber definitely Mm -hmm. will will affect that, and it'll affect the weight and and the kind of kickback. But anytime you see somebody who chooses to bring a revolver, Mm -hmm. they're either a cowboy or someone who's like, I'm gonna fuck you up in probably three shots or less, and I don't need it. Anybody who has probably like like, thirty plus caliber, right? Like I just have this for for you know for show and just in case. So. We see everybody kind of, like, walking out. Nick walks down to meet these two suspicious guys. And it becomes very clear that they are there to take him out. The way that they talk to him here, it seems like he knows them. I feel like we're supposed to assume... That they know, like, they somehow... Not that they know him, but this is sort of a... It seemed like... Occupational hazard. Uh. I wrote like I wrote something like uh, this seems like a pre pre planned meeting or like a clandestine situation. Definitely clandestine, and you do find out kind of at the end, and I won't tell the whole ending, but you'll you'll find out more. But definitely, everybody in this film is linked in ways that you don't realize mm-hmm. until the very end, mm-hmm. and so it's definitely clear that they're they're obviously there to at least talk to him specifically, perhaps take him out, and then as you hear more, you're like, oh. Everything's sort of interconnected. But in true Nick fashion, he woos them with a story. And a drink. And a drink. But the story is really what gets them. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. don't you want to know how we got here? As and, as viewers, yes, please. Because right. that's what and, we're here that's, for. <laughs> that's the whole cinematic device. They're like, and 
go. Now we're to like I'm this really montage of scene. credit scenes and techno music and not particularly great um, images. Listen, no, I, I wrote, I, um, <laughs> I wrote, uh, <laughs> I wrote, so the opening, opening sequence happens, clearly screenshots of the movie. Yeah, it, it's definitely like, this is action-y and I'm going to try I to feel make like this they should have cool put possible. that at the ending mm -hmm. credits rather than the mm -hmm. opening credits because like we see everything. Yeah. And if the viewer is paying attention, they're like, oh Yeah. This is probably the whole movie right here. Yeah, I think they were definitely trying to do something edgy with the intro the Overly scenes. stylized. And like, and no one loves an oversaturated picture yeah. as much as me. But <laughs> it was, like you said, it, it just kind of gave too much away. So I tried have, not to look whenever it came on. We, we have this, like, kind of credit scene that sort of shows a lot. And then, boom, we're on to a new scene, a new person, and a lot more guns. So, guns! Guns, guns, guns. That's the moral of the story. It's guns akimbo. <laughs> uh, so, this new character, and, and here's the thing, guys. I'm going to refer to people as probably ridiculous sounding names, but mm -mm. not a lot of people even get a name attached to them, or if they do, it's said once or twice, and you have to be really quick to pick it up. Oh, absolutely. I had no idea. You And for the majority of the movie, you don't even know... You don't know who's who. You don't I mean, know, you do if you're paying attention, but you don't know a name. Yeah, so, like, the lady with the, the bloody lady from before, I thought her name up until now, like, was Woman in Red. Tammy was like, oh, her name's Aranata. But that's only because IMDb said it, and they probably do more research. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's just like the but, Sandman says, you know, like, yeah. in the comics, you only hear your name when you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like... The very bad woman, the old sniper, the there, curious there, assassin, there the are mean some assassin. Ridiculous, ridiculous. And then there's just Sanchez. Labels. And then there's Aranya. <laughs> so we're on to this new scene with this new guy, more guns. And so he's calling a couple of people. He's preparing to get everything situated. You see all the guns uh, set out. He calls his daughter while he's preparing to shoot someone. Oh, this guy, he was in so much shit. He was in Galaxy I Quest. Know, I, know. I know. He's like the from Galaxy Quest. He's like the one that like... We need your help. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's been in like every 90s and 2000s movie mm. as well. He was in ER at some point too. I, I don't know why. But I, never, I never really watched ER. It's like, cool, people are dying. Shit <laughs> happens. Um, so he is calling all these people and his main question is, should he get a rice cooker? Mm -hmm. And I know that this Dude, it's was... a very severe question, because do... But, but which rice cooker? Because they're not all equal. Well, this was to show his humanity being, like, a, an assassin kind mm -hmm. of situation, that even assassins worry about rice kind of situation. And he's calling his daughter to kind of find out, because that's what you do when you're waiting to take a kill, is you check up on your family kind you're of like, situation. You're like, damn, Amazon's out of that one thing I wanted. <laughs> um, I better call my daughter. So they use this as, like, a way to show that he, you know, although he is taking lives, he's still a human, he has, like, he's still a family. A, still a person. He's, he's still dealing with some shit kind of thing. Hangs up with her, getting everything situated, but as he's lining up the shot, things seem off, and he notices a car, which looks very similar to the same guys who, her, who were harassing Nick in the beginning, he notices a guy on the roof. There shouldn't be anybody on the roof. Like, everything seems wrong. A guy on the roof. Exactly. He connects with his informant to try to figure out what's going on. His informant's like, oh, I don't know what's going on, but if you feel like it's wrong, you should go. Blah, 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 blah. And, guys, it turns out that the hitman is the hit. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. What so, a twist. At this point, I'm like, wow, this feels like John Wick, but not... <laughs> Quite as good. Yep. Like, I love Nick, but I I don't know, man. Keanu seemed to, like, kind of, like, seal the deal with Hitman's isms. I don't know how you, how you would the, He was the hideousest Hitman. He was the hideousest of Hitman's kind of thing. So <laughs> it's really, really John Wick right now because it's like, oh, my God, this guy's trying to kill this guy who's trying to kill this guy, and everybody's got a hit on everybody, and what's happening sort of situation. Mm-hmm. So we still don't quite know everyone's name, so I refer to him as Hitman Number Two, 
is like they're they're both in this kind of cat and mouse situation where it's like I'm gonna shoot you, no, I'm gonna shoot you. They even at it's some a really point, interesting scene though. It is like, a great scene. I have to admit the for an action film, it's it's stressful. Kind of like great scene. Like there's a lot of really good scenes for being an action film. I think your dog just tooted. Probably <laughs> you'll smell it in a minute. Oh God! So, like, then he calls because. He he utilizes the uh, help of a sex worker to kind of get over there kind of thing. And he figures out who it is. And it's like, oh, I actually know this guy. And there's this whole, like, mm-hmm. tip for tap back and forth kind of thing. There's a lot of good action sequences in this film, which is one of the reasons why I do appreciate it. it even though maybe some of them have been kind of done before, they're not terrible. So we see this kind of fight back and forth. And then Hitman number two, who's been on the roof the whole time, he's like, ha ha, I think I, I think I won. I don't know. You don't really see. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the part. That's the whole point of these kind of films is like, they're probably dead until they come back in the last five minutes of yeah. the film sort of situation. So Hitman number two, which I think is called Sanchez. Sanchez I think you find yeah. out later. So he says it at some point during. I think when they're, the, they're talking to each other because they realize they know each other. But he keeps calling him Sanchez, but you don't. You like you're, you're assuming that's his name because but they're hitmen, so like his name could have been like code name. Who knows? His, his name could have been Bob. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. So Sanchez slash hitman number two. He's making his getaway getaway as he's you know blown off number one. I need to stop by the police, <gasps> who also seem really suspicious. Yeah, like, they just came out of nowhere in a very desolate, nobody's over there area. Yeah, they're in a neighborhood that's really quiet, and then boom, all of a sudden there's police, and it's almost as if they were there to find them in the whole point. So they find all his guns, and they find all the things that he's been doing to pew-pew people, and they find diamonds. The police throw him in the back of the car, we're gonna take you in kind of thing. But then... Things fall apart. Because Sanchez, oh God, the tequila. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have to say real quick, because we didn't say it yet. One of the cops is Ryan Quanten, which everybody should know from that one episode of New Girl. And also the one episode of New Girl where he's like, I love tacos. I had tacos for breakfast. That one. And then um, he was also Jason in True Blood. Mm, I, I feel like I've seen a few of these people in other things, but not enough to know for sure. Yeah, I don't... Other viewers and, and listeners may know them. I don't know if it was his choice or the studio's choice, the director's choice, whoever's choice, to give him a a sucker, a lollipop for his character. I think that's, that's the telltale sign of a son of a bitch. It really annoys me because when he's talking, it has that tell... That when you put a lollipop in your cheek mm-hmm. and it's like... So can't really tell what they're saying. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and I'm just like, can you not, dude? I know you have an Australian accent, and now you're trying to do an American accent with a live With a live That's a lot to ask That's for. a lot, Ryan. How long you had this place? About a year. A friend of mine left it to me. Well, we're here. You don't have any friends. Not anymore. So this is a really interesting action scene because you have these two police officers, and typically... Police officers are supposed to be separate from uh, suspected perpetrators. And yet we have Miguel, who is driving, and then we have Lance, who's in the back with Sanchez, who is a weird the, name for this. Lance! Uh, Isn't it, it is Lance, Lance Armstrong. You know no, it's Lance Erickson, which I'm like, I mean, okay. it's very, it's, I guess it's very American. It's fine. I don't know. It's fine. Um, but you have a police officer who's sitting in the back with the suspected perpetrator. Very and that's definitely not supposed to happen. Not normal. And then as everything is happening, of course, Sanchez is trying to cover his whole ass, but also starts to see like, oh, you know what? Maybe one of you guys is actually not just a regular cop, but a mm-hmm. dirty cop. And so he starts playing them back and forth. And to watch all of that unfold... It's actually done pretty well. I mean, is it new? No. But Mm -hmm. is it done terribly? Absolutely not. Like, it's all a very tight scene in a car. There's a lot of, like, kind of cool things. It's a crazy car scene. And that's really all I will say is that you... I don't want to ruin a lot of things it's, for it's this It's a car film. scene I've, I've not seen before. Yeah. It, it, some of it you're like, oh, you know, I can some see it, yeah. what's going to happen. But yeah. then you're like, oh. Oh, but I didn't expect like, that. Obviously, the, the criminal is trying to, like, right. buy off the corrupt cop or whatever. 
you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And then it's like, who's the corrupt cop? And you can yeah, kind which of one's which? probably who's the corrupt cop. But you don't really know how it's all going to end until the very end. And that's how this whole film is. Mm-hmm. With all these, like, kind of sporadic, intense action scenes. You're like, oh, shit, we're getting revved up. But you don't really know how it's going to end. And I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all I'll say is one out of the three of them make it out. <laughs> and they meet and who up. who is it? And they meet up with a new gal. The very bad woman. No, 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 no. Wait, am I? I'm ahead of myself. Oh my gosh! Calm down. I'm I'm ahead of myself. I'm sorry. And clearly, these two characters have been planning this heisty situation, this heisty getaway love story, for a long time, and you can tell that from their conversations. But their reunion is cut short by more people with more guns, including. The very bad woman. The very bad woman. So that is literally her title. Really quick, the guy that she's with, I since her name is the very bad woman. Woman. According I, to everything you look up, like IMDb, yeah, literally it's the very says, bad woman character name. It's not Josie. It's the very bad woman. Yeah. So her associate that's with her all the time. I since she's called the very bad woman, I called him Mister Poofy Hair. <laughs> Me. You're I'm allergic to you're allergic I'm, to my bad name. I'm, I'm allergic, but <laughs> yeah, I was like Mr. Poofy Hair. Here he is. I mean, he just has like a fun curly ponytail situation. It's it's one of those things where it's it was it kind of looked almost like uh, uh, an afro that he pulled up into one of those really wide ponytails, so it just all kind of shot. I just called him the very bad out man. of his head like like a like a carrot. <laughs> well, you know, or the very bad man who works for the very. Bad woman. I honestly don't think that guy's very bad. I think he thinks he's very bad. No, he definitely, you can see as he talks later with Nick, he thinks he's bad shit and mm-hmm. then he knows everything, but he's not. It's because he's Mr. Poofy here. Nick shows him that he <laughs> is not. So this new gal who we're introduced to narrowly escapes this whole, like, gunfight situation. Everybody's running She's around. She's very pretty. Everyone is shooting everyone, and she narrowly escapes. She's able to um, commandeer a, like, sort of, like, shipment truck delivery truck kind of situation she changes in the back of that truck into this beautifully hot outfit that's all hey, red we're it's like in a top and a shirt with like a hood we're south of the border we're in colombia it's in fuego mm, she's on is. fire it is it's gorgeous and she's got it's a great cream. yeah it's a great dress she's got these ridiculous i'm gonna call them ridiculous she's a ridiculous heels on what are you gonna do in that besides fall over i actually that was one of my thoughts i was like you know what? Nude I know heels, they're supposed to be sexy. Nude heels with a red dress is usually a look because the red dress is the statement piece, and you don't. No, want No, I, I get that, but I'm like. But also, the heels are the heel. You're running for your life. They're like ma'am. six and a half, eight inch. They uh, are between that platform stilettos. Real high. Real high. But anyway, she just she works it, and so that's what. Yeah, she she doesn't seem to have saunters. a problem with it like the rest of us. Would. She saunters up to a hotel. Yes. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Wait a second. Didn't Nick work at a hotel in the beginning of the in movie? In the very beginning. Didn't so he? she, I put, she <laughs> narrowly escapes and makes it to a hotel. Dun, 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 dun. Nick's hotel. So at this point. We don't know the name of this hotel, we, do we? Well, they show a scene, but it's very. Like you can see you can words see the on sign the outside. And it, it's somebody's name, but it's hard to read. It's hard to read. So at this point, I was feeling like this is definitely was feeling like jujitsu to me, where. <laughs> Nick shows only, up and halfway there's through. There's only been like seven minutes of Nick, and I'm wondering if there's going to be more, and I don't want to be mad, but I will let you know because you do definitely go through about 45 minutes of where the fuck is Nick. He's coming, don't worry. That's what she said. <laughs> so <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> so he's, got me. he's checking in our lady in red. He's bartending for her because as he explains, he's like the clerk, the bartender, the owner, the everything. Oh, yeah. He goes, we've got bourbon, tequila, bourbon, beer. beer. Those are, that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you got. That's, that's all you got. That's all you need. And they have a little quippy conversation back and forth about trying to, like, analyze each other. Mm-hmm. And then Nick steps out after that little, like, sexy, quippy conversation. He has a smoke. And he sees a car. The same blue car we saw earlier? like the car from earlier. And that can't be good. During the sniper shootout. Yeah, from the very, very mm-hmm. beginning. 
So Nick gets pulled into this whole like game of cat and mouse with our lady in red, who, if you check IMDb, because the movie does not do a good job of explaining people's names. I didn't even know she had a name. Apparently until... her name is Renata. Yeah. And so he gets pulled into this uh, sexy game of cat and mouse with her. And unfortunately, the best parts of this movie are actually coming up. But it's also where I'm going to leave you. I figured. I figured because this is where it would be. I need to cut it short because otherwise I'm just telling you the whole movie. And I, mm. I'll say kind of like everything that's happening. And I don't yeah, want un- to. Unfortunately... It's like the last 30 minutes minutes of this movie is where it's at. It builds, and then the 30 minutes are like crescendo of action. Okay. You don't (laughs) have those feelings, but okay. I I don't. I I will say there's really great fun action scenes, in my opinion, apparently, you get to hear this Nick's... is why we get to this is why we <laughs> review these movies we don't you, always agree you get to hear Nick's story that he talked about from the beginning to these two assassins like one was like fuck this guy and the other one was like the curious assassin was like the curious hit me was like I would like to hear I want to hear the story just like he was at the very beginning like, give me a drink and I'll listen to your story so you get to hear the whole story and to be fair it really gets a lot darker where you see yeah. all mm-hmm. that has happened since that kind of prefaces of everything happening. And, and it, it gets darker and more interconnected like an Aranya web. An Aranya web? Mm. Or like an onion. Okay, well he's... He, I know. They reference spiders. Well, I'm referencing an onion because we do that on the show. Ogres have layers. Aranyas <laughs> have webs. <laughs> Well, that's all I have to say about that. Do you know who I am? You are a type. Are you a type too? Yeah. The kind that doesn't want to get shot. Tammy, thank you so much for your concise and vibrant synopsis. Thank you. I was like, I don't think it's concise. Perhaps it's vibrant. I mean, it was a quick one. I feel like we did great. You did great. You did fantastic. Because everything's confusing until the last 30 minutes. No, yeah. And I was like, this is going to be a weird one to stop at. But you have to stop kind of where you did. Because otherwise, that's when the ball of yarn starts to unravel. Mm, Kind of. I like that metaphor. Mm, Thank you. Um, So I had a very hard time finding Nick Nugs for this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Therefore, we will not be playing this as one of our uh, Nick at Night at Sunrise (laughs) movies. Um, It, okay. I spent all day to day looking for Nick Nugs. I looked up videos. I looked trying to find interviews. I, I went to page three plus of Google. Oh Y'all. my God, all the way to three? I went I went deep into, like, if it's not on page one, wh- what do cares? we do? Like, what, what do we do? What the fuck is even happening? Exactly. It was very, very difficult. So, what I'm going to read right now is from imdb.com, and this is the shockingly least amount of trivia I've ever seen on a movie. There are five things. It is very short, that's true. And I'm not going to read them all, because <laughs> all of them, like, they took words out of reviews <laughs> and put them in here, and that's how they got trivia. So, the only ones I'll read from IMDb are this. Nick wanted just to have a mustache. He didn't want the full beard. I feel like I could see him wanting a mustache because he likes cop-ish situations, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the beard was necessary. Although I didn't like the beard, the beard really pissed me off because it was it's kind of like Willie's Willie's Wonderland. It's like yes, it was, and I don't like when beards are straight. Willie's Wonderland came out then too, right? Uh, Ah, it might. I I feel like this was the same time period of a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh. Well, this is just a knick-knack if you just watch the opening of the movie, but this is another Saturn film mm-hmm. slash Millennium Films collab. Which... And if you are brand new and you have no idea what's happening, Saturn Films is Nick's, Nick's production company. Production company. that He was going to try to build a whole thing in, in Vegas where he lives or in Nevada where he lives, but guess who fucked it up? Elon Musk. As always, he fucks up everything, <laughs> including Just commerce. take us to Mars or fix the planet. <laughs> Um, so this is the seventh time Nick has played a character named John. We thought okay. his name was Aranya, but it's John, apparently. Huh. I had no idea his name was John. Yeah, I didn't know his name was John. Until I read this. Look, this movie is shit with names. It's fine. Whatever. It's definitely, you're, it, it's definitely not a, 
it's not a normal story. You have to pay attention. This is not something that you put on and go cook or clean if you want to know what's happening. Like, you would come back and be like, who the fuck are these people? So, for sure, they they mention a name once, maybe twice if you're lucky. That's maybe. it. Maybe, yeah. Um, the last one I'll read from IMDb is that this is... Uh, he he did two movies filmed in Colombia back to back pretty much it was running with the devil and Ugh. then this one um, so i had to watch running with the devil for another nick cage podcast right you told me <laughs> running with the devil is is not a great movie nick is is not bad in that film but just overall if I had to pick one, I'd pick Kill Chain, you guys. Pick <laughs> oh my one. god. Yep. I said it. Holy shit. I, I don't want to watch Running with the Devil. It's 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 really something. And you'll you know why as soon as everybody hears of, my review. You get to yeah. see a lot more of Lawrence Fishburne fucking prostitutes than you ever thought you would. Neat. No. Old Larry Larry Fish. Oh Larry. Um, so this other one, to try to get more information, I listened to Heat Seeking Panther, which is another... Oh, we love them. We love them. Uh, it's another Nick Cage podcast. So they covered, they actually cover Nick's movies in chronological order. That's what a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. We we seem to be the renegades, if you will. I like what we do. I like um, what we do, too. Fuck I don't everybody. like going in order. Fuck, Fuck the rules. Look, ADHD runs hard in this, this family this, friend group. This family ship. <laughs> family ship um so i listened to their podcast because i was like they must have found something that i haven't found and they did actually um they found an interview with the director whose name i have now forgotten did ken ken sanzel he wrote and directed it nice um so they saw an interview and i tried to fucking find this video Mm -hmm. Or this article, whatever they found, they said um, that every day Nick showed up at set and he knew fucking like every he had his 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 lines memorized. He was ready to go. You know how he is. That, I like, was gonna say that just sounds like no professionalism. Yeah, yeah, he just he showed up because a lot of people I feel like they just like we're gonna improvise or whatever. But then he also helped uh, the lady in red because she was like what do you do? Like, I'm doing this to do this. And he was like, no, 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 I'll help you out. Let's, let's, like, let's, you know. Precious Nick. He was really great and helped her out with, like, like, trying to help her, like, remember her lines or remember her blocking or whatever the fuck she was supposed to be remembering. But he was really nice about it. So that is, that is the only shit I've got. But, uh, Tammy did ask about old E.B. earlier. <laughs> And it makes me laugh about this, and and the reason why I'm laughing is because I had to actually go onto Roger Ebert website, whatever it is, dot mm -hmm. com. Which, yeah, which which he ran yeah. until he had passed, and now it still continues in his honor. Which, yeah, so all of they all have bylines. I feel like and everything. it's like two thousand. 12 to 13 yeah but so yeah and then so going he, forward it's 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 a few writers. people yeah and um they all have bylines of course but i typed in chill cane why i said it again chill cane i did <laughs> kill did. chain i was like uh-huh literally nothing came up well nothing came up i did but do the reason is, why oh, i was gonna say i believe is because i this was a straight to streaming yeah it's like what do they call it vod video on demand yes so I called it, it S S T S. Sounds Street like streaming. a sex disease. It does, which is why I crossed it out and <laughs> wrote something else. I was like, I just like wrote it fully out. But there's nothing for old EB. But I did read a lot of other reviews and watch like YouTube video reviews of mm -hmm. this movie, and literally everybody says pretty much the exact same thing. They're like. Do you want to have something playing in the background while you work? This movie is perfect for that. Sorry, Tammy. <laughs> I agree with that. We're just going to fucking yeah. get into it because we've had tequila and fuck the segments. Look, I, I, I agree with them. I don't think this movie was as captivating as they hoped it should be. There are interesting parts of it. But in yes. terms of me wanting to watch a movie, I was like, how do I play a game on my phone while I watch this? Mm. Okay, here's what I will say about the film, because mm. we're getting fucking into it, y'all. 
And we'll it's rate a, it. We'll it, really it, it, rate it. We're all it's, there. It's, it's the, you know, video on demand. This was the time. This is a questionable, like, it could be Mandy. It could be fucking Grand Isle. And I love Nick so much. We love Nick so much. But, like, that's a movie where I'm like, that's not a great one. <laughs> I noticed that a lot of uh, professionals rated this low. Oh, because, I don't know who these people were that were good. Because, well, one guy was British. In... in <laughs> Well, obviously, he feels like he's it was a because no. he's British. No, what he's I'm just saying like is a British YouTuber. On, on the on the the minimal research I looked at as far as like ratings, I didn't do any research. You said you couldn't find anything, so I, I looked like in the last twenty minutes before mm-hmm. you came over. And everyone who's like a professional reviewer, and I'm pretty sure there's a better way to say that, but tequila hit me. Everyone's like, "This is shit. This is trash." Blah blah blah. I don't. I don't think it's shit or trash. But, I just don't think it's great. What I also noticed, like, on IMDb and on um, Rotten Tomato is that, like, your everyday viewer is like, huh, this isn't as bad as I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be. This isn't a bad action film. And that, I think, is the thing. Like, is this a five-star movie? Absolutely not. Is it the best action movie I've watched? No. Is it the worst I've watched? No. Absolutely not. Like, that's the thing. It, it takes a while to get into mm-hmm. how it's all connected, and then you're like, I think oh. it's, I think the slow burn is why it's not. That's and that is the unfortunate part of a neo noir that no one wants to deal with is that we don't want slow, we want action now, answers now, tell me now, and then explosions, and that's not how this kind of a genre works. Whether they, that's what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Did yes. they need it a hundred percent? No, but they didn't epically fail either. Right. Um, so also just to just to clarify on like the reviews I read, none of which were on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. None of them. They were written out articles on like movie websites. Yeah, I saw some from like yeah. Collider. It was like a D plus. I'm like, fuck off, man. No, yeah, the Collider one was was it was, rough. was really rough. It was not very nice, you guys. Um so all of them were kind of the same vibe. It was like this isn't a movie to pay attention to. But un- but here's the thing. Yeah. If you don't pay attention to it, you actually don't know what happens in the end. It, it, I feel like it's worth it to just have, and it's literally, I think, an hour and a half. It is. It's an hour and 31 minutes. It's an hour and 30. Take time to just be like, I just want to sit. And like five of those minutes are taken up by both the end credits and the opening credits. True. I didn't watch the end credits. So I have an hour and a half. Take an hour and a half of your time in my It's free on Amazon. It's free on Amazon if you have Prime. Take an hour and a half of your time to just sit and like veg on the sofa. I, it's not no a, actually in the collider uh, review i do believe that they did say they're like this is a perfect veg movie or something yeah. to that effect yeah it's like, like do i want to watch it again no because no. i already know what happens and like that whole like oh the shit only thing i would watch gone. it again for is for spotting all of the secret some, some of the things you missed <laughs> yeah some of the things definitely listen well, to not our only end that, credits but <laughs> But not only, okay, so not only that, but there's little pieces here and there mm-hmm. that tell you ahead of time. There's little clues. That there's all these tiny little clues, and you don't realize it at all right. until the end. Because you're not paying attention, because you're like, oh, this is just a Well, because, because film. it's like, because Nick's like, let me take you back in time real quick. And then we're like, back in time. Um, but, and you're just like, okay, agree. And you don't expect how it ends. Like, right. you don't expect yeah, it. Yeah, it was it's not very, the ending that you expect. For I knew sure. there was going to be some sort of twist or whatever, mm-hmm. but I, I was not. And now I'm mad that I wasn't like, not, I'm not mad. I'm just like, oh, I missed these clues. Because, mm-hmm. but I was also writing. So, I know, I was writing to too, but that's okay. Okay. So, do you want to do ratings? Yeah. You yep. go. Yep. Tell okay. Me, tell me your rating. Um, so, there is one point only in this entire movie that Nick does his, one of his classic Nick things. Is it when he like has a shot? It's the shot of tequila. <laughs> so he we, well, we did, did a shot of tequila. We all did. I think my face went really somber and and weird. But Nick was or Nick Jeff was like woo woo woo, and yeah, then like Jeff, ran Jeff off. Jeff embodied Nick like a and Muppet. We were like, oh shit, what have we done? Yeah, Nick. Nick <laughs> Jeff took a shot and then like I swear to God, I swear he was like he, he had and crazy he, eyes for sure and then he was like i'm gonna go do all these things and like ran yeah. off and like i was like wicked, wacky, <laughs> like a cartoon character guy. yeah <laughs> um so nick so whenever he's offering the tequila bourbon tequila or beer to uh lady in red 
uh, they do a shot of tequila. She's like, a sh- she's like, a shot of tequila and beer. Or like, tequila mm-hmm. beer or something like that. So they shoot it together. And then he's like, ah, and he does his Nick hand thing. And, and then it's great. back to being not Nick. I feel like he tried to be very controlled mm-hmm. in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, he does the don't thing. Don't go too crazy, but have a little Nick in it. When he tells the story, because we already know he's telling a story at some point in this movie. Um, he does the very Nick thing. And it's the same thing he does in interviews where he has this like rhythm and cadence to his storytelling yes, that, for sure. that makes you listen. It makes right. you sit up and listen. Um, so he does a great job there. Uh, so for, <laughs> I'm like, look at you trying to sound nice. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's the tequila. <laughs> um, so for the, like, look, I truly cannot decide between these things. I gave, I gave the movie a three thing, which is probably, oh, this has not been my lowest score. I forgot about a time, a time to kill. Um, uh, but I gave the movie a three and I gave Nick a three. I gave them both threes. And I can't even pick if it's cinematic, crazy action. I can't pick because it, there's not enough Nick in this for me to have like a. That and is even true. the parts that we see with Nick, it's like it's not settled as to which Nick. So I'm just going to be like, blanket Nick. Can't. Can't pick. Okay. Okay. I would Thank you for not asking me why. I feel like I make my feelings very clear. You go. You did. You explained. The only reason I ask you why is when you just say a number. And and I'm asking that for our, our adoring fans that are knocking down. I'm sorry our... about all my ice, but my, my Bloody Mary is like watered down oh and I need it. Oh my god, it's so loud. I can't edit that shit I'm out, sorry. man. Sorry. <laughs> so for Jamie's turn, go. So for me, I looked at it as this is an action film. And let's be honest. I wanna say the majority of action films ninety percent. That's the number I'm coming out with. Ninety percent of action films are all the fucking same. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, they're... unlike fucking <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. There, exactly. I, it's like, not. A, I don't think it is an action film, but it's not an action film. It's so many things, but that that's the kind of rare gem, if you will. So for mm-hmm. an action film, it's. I feel like it's a good film, but you have to watch. You have to sit and be like, oh, I see kind there of There are thing. a lot of like little like, oop, oop, oop. There's a little, there, like everything does end up being very connected. And at the end, you're like, fuck, that's some like fucked up shit kind of thing. So I actually gave it a 3.5 overall mm-hmm. because I did enjoy watching it. It was the movie that I needed to see this week. Because it's been a fucking shit week for, like, work, and I know it's only going to get worse. And, like, this is one of those weeks where you're like, wow, I totally understand why there's so many murders happening around the world <laughs> kind of thing. Like, it, it's been a lot. So this, for me, I enjoyed it, and maybe that's just, like, whoops, my place in, in time and space kind of thing. I thought I could see what they were trying to do. They accomplished mm-hmm. a lot. Was it, like, the best overall? No. Was it the best delivery? No. But was it the worst? Absolutely not. Like, I've definitely seen shittier action movies. Yeah. And 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 movies of Nick's that I just didn't enjoy as much because I feel like it just didn't work. But mm-hmm. I felt like overall for his portrayal, it worked. And so I gave him a 3.75. Oof. Another quarter one. You're the yeah. only one that uses quarters. Well, only because, or, like, yeah. I mean, I can't just say it's a 3 but I also can't say it's a four. Like, I feel like a four is, like, good. 3.5. I do feel like this is good, but I feel like we just didn't see quite enough of him mm-hmm. to really, like you said, make that's what that I'm estimation. Like, I, so I was what just like I saw, three. I appreciated what he did. I don't. He didn't go, like, overboard. We saw a couple of fun, like, Nick faces and Nick hands. But for the say, most part, I feel like he acted the way... I would expect that character to act. Mm-hmm. And I, I know sometimes that can be hard for him because he likes to go cuckoo bananas. I feel like he could have... I feel like there could have been a little bit more pizzazz here and there. There could have been, but he says in the movie... He does, he does, I know. That I'm not the person you thought that I, just, I was. I guess I just... And I think I guess he was I just sort of that retrospective... I've, I've seen too much shit kind of thing. Yeah. I just, and I saw that and I felt that. Yeah. So, so that's me. All right. Well, there we go. Reading just done. 
lies in the hands of a violent man. I know, because I know violent men. Does a violent man really think he's gonna find peace? Now it is time for our Cajun roulette where we have put all of Nick's films in a spinner and we spin to find out which one we're going to do next because we can't be like normal people. Mm -hmm. Chronological? Fuck that. No. We like complete chaos. chaos. And this time it is Aaron's turn. I'm weirdly excited this time. Oh, you never know I think what you're going to get. Tequila. I am brave. <laughs> tequila. All right, so we're going to hit This spin. is the first time I haven't finished my drink. I know. I'm like, I'm done. It's Good a job. meal in a cup, y'all. It is a meal, <laughs> okay. but I like to eat, y'all. All right, so we're going to hit spin. Spin. And we're going to pray for you. And we're going to see what movie you get. Ooh, rage. rage. It's basically like the same thing we just watched. <laughs> okay, that actually was a point with um that actually was a point with with uh Heat Seeking Panther. They're like there's this stretch mm -hmm. of movies that all happen within like with like two years. It's that like were... 17, 2017 to 2018, 19-ish. Mm -hmm. They're like the same string. Yeah. It's yeah. like the same movie over and over and mm -hmm. over and over again. I feel like I just looked at the cover of Rage because I was looking, we, and we talked about this too, I was looking at the cover of Kill Chain. I was like, that motherfucker never wears sunglasses. In the whole movie. as you point out, it's a night. Like, everything's mm -hmm. at night. Everything's at so night. So they did like an extra like, let's put them in sunglasses because that'll be hotter for the cover. And Rage is like the same sort of ambiance. I feel like he's holding like it's a, a crowbar or something. 2014 movie. Look at that picture. Look at that picture. Oh god. Yeah, that's what you get it's to do. It's the same beard. Is that the? Wait, does he have a beard? No, he doesn't have a beard. Oh look, there's fire. Yes. Oh, there's fire in this one. There's a fire on the cover. There's a ring of fire. Ooh, look at that face. Yeah, he did looks, you see that? Ooh, he's pissed, y'all. Yep. All right. So next episode, Rage. Rage. We've made it to the end of yet another film journey with Nick and Out of the Cauldron. Remember to like us and rate us wherever you listen to the show and like and follow us on social media such as Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at The Internal Cauldron. You can also shoot us an email at internalcauldron at gmail.com. We're always interested in drink recipes, potential guests, and your ideas. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all for joining us on this Nick experience and as always... In Nick, we trust. Please enjoy these fun moments of us preparing for our super professional, 100% authentically researched podcast. Tequila is making us feel She's weird. So mad that I gave her celery. Why did you give her celery? Look at her. She wanted food. I gave her celery. It's I food. ate all of my. You think she'll eat an olive? No, I also don't know what that will do to her. Oh, good point, good point. You know, like grapes are weird. Oh, but this grows on trees, not vines. I don't know what the rule is, and I don't want to <laughs> risk. That's fine. Found you, found a, you found bonus bacon? I found bonus bacon. How do you have so much bacon in your cup? I feel like you've been eating bacon for a long time. Magic. <laughs> you good? So we're in this police car... They have captured our hitman number two, who has taken out hitman number one, who didn't even know he had a hit on him. And so now we have the two police officers, and you have, like, sort of American situation. It's like an American slash Colombian partner. So it's Lance Erickson, which is played by Ryan Quanton. And then we have Miguel Garcia, played by Jean Bedoya. Bedoya. Right. And so um, Miguel is the one who's driving. Mm -hmm. Lance is in the back. Which is with... which is sus to start with. It's super sus because... I was just like, that's unusual. Both police officers in America, and Lord knows we fuck things up here in America. <laughs> but typically the police officers are separate from the perpetrator. But yet, Miguel is driving up front, and then Lance, Lance is, is in, in the back with um, Sanchez. Sanchez, the hitman. And I don't want to ruin it for you guys because I really feel like, and I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks, there are some incredible action shots and this car scene is very tense. I'm not saying that no one has ever done a tense car scene with two people in the back fighting kind of situation. Mm -hmm. But it is this a This is great... a very different kind of scene. I don't think I've seen one quite like this. Right. Especially how... 
it all ends. And that's how this movie is. It's like how it all ends. Like I, I can tell you guys in 30 seconds, like to get to the good 30 minutes of the last part. <laughs> but then the last like 30 minutes is like, oh, that's how it works kind of situation. So there's like, uh, I have to say, and I'm, I'm not going to say specifically since you're okay. not going to detail about what this car right. scene I don't want to ruin that scene because I feel like it's a, it's a cool scene to watch. Um, so Lance gets injured in a way that's not necessarily something that you easily come back from in terms of like being able to walk. And somehow he's immediately able to walk. No, baby. He got shot in the ankles. That was, that was Sanchez's feet. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Sanchez was under. <gasps> oh my God! San- oh my, he was so small. I was like, "How, girl? Do you That's know?" What I was trying to say it was so fucking smart. Do you know how many things I underlined, thinking that this was dumb as fuck, and they just made a huge error? I spent the entire movie mad because of that. No. Uh, <gasps> Well, we're gonna redo this because no, we we're not. We're not redo. We literally just ruined it for everybody, and I don't want to ruin it for everybody. We'll save it for the end. I love you so much. That was my whole point: is that I feel like there's some really great scenes that I don't want to ruin for people. I love you. Not the problem. Here. To be fair, I haven't dropped my drink. To be fair, you've made a lot of fucking messes, and I had to wash my um what tablecloth seven times and there's still a stain that you can technically see. Do you want me to buy you a new one? I'm not saying that, but I am saying that you were being rude so if we're going to point out everybody's issues, I'm going to point out yours. (laughs) Miss, I'm going to like fuck with a bottle and not understand that it's full. Why did the stopper not fit? (sighs) The stopper did fit. It doesn't help people who are clumsy and knock things over though. It all comes out. Is that new? 